Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Alan Hunt in for Max, coming to you live from Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase, Key's favorite band, Skid Row, the youth going wild. Skid hey, Row, man. We are the <laughs> JLab1030 on Twitter said, if the Nets owner allows a trade of KD and Kyrie to the Lakers, he should be forced to sell. <laughs> Why? Like, like it, it's it's why we, the, the we, vitriol it, for this. No one wants. Like, you, you heard what Frank Isola said. I agree with him. The Lakers would be the evil empire if that went down. I'm all for it. I'm rooting for it. It's not like I don't want it, but the, you you know we are the evil empire happens, now. No, you're not the evil. Yes, empire absolutely. You just went through because, a season where everybody was mocking you. No, you can't be, you can't but, be an evil but, empire when people are mocking you. That's they they're mocking us because they're the evil empire. People wanted to see us crash and burn. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to see. They wanted to see LeBron fall on his face. They wanted to see AD limp off the court with a nail. They wanted to see that. That's what and they got exactly that. So imagine if we get these two big enchiladas, man. Come on, the enchiladas. Would that it would make you an unlikable team, but it would also be a compelling team. It would be the Christmas Day game with the Warriors. It would be a ton of time on ESPN and TNT. There'd be so much talk about it. And the pressure would be on because it's win or nothing. It, it, would, be, would, it would be, be win uh, it all or nothing. It would be the next super team. Like super, would, super uh, team. It would be an easy job for Dave Roberts to schedule all the games. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, right? Our ESPN whoever the Lakers boss. are playing. Right, whoever the, yeah, Lakers, whoever are playing, the Lakers are playing, they're on. Be like, hey, they're playing Sacramento. Put them on ESPN. Sunday afternoon. <laughs> now, do you believe now? Now, I've I've we've been talking about this. It just feels like that is the most that was the best destination. We've heard Phoenix Suns. We've heard some other teams as well that Durant might be interested in going to the Miami Heat. If I'm the Nets, I don't care where you want to go. I'm going to the place where I can get the best deal. Listen to Brian Windhorst, who uh, talked on NBA Today yesterday about the Lakers being the team that might have the best offer for both KD and Kyrie. We know where KD is with the Nets. That is now over. We don't 100% know where KD is with Kyrie Irving. The league doesn't know. But it has been floated to me by executives that don't that do if it. they were be kept together, that, that the Lakers would potentially have a package that you could trade for both of them. But we don't know. It's too fragile That's because we just don't know where KD and Kyrie are if they're still interested in together. But oh. it would take – after seeing what happened when they were together, almost no team <laughs> almost no team with options would do it. But the Lakers don't have options. So that's the only place I heard it was possible. It. You hear Richard I bet Jefferson you a, I bet it. you there's 100 teams that have options that would do it. 
I, I, I get Brian. He he's covering this league, mm-hmm. but you're talking about two talents, man. And if you do your homework and you dive deep into it, you'll figure out what the problems were. It's not hard to figure out. I mean, it's it. Everybody makes it seem like Kyrie is this. Just this, I don't know, like he just quit on his team and didn't care and this, that, and the other. You got to think, man. One was his health and his medical that he wanted to deal with. I can't tell a guy to stick a needle in his arm if that's not what he wants to do. And then when you talk about the unrest in our country, he has a certain passion in the field for the black community. So he felt like he needed to take time off to get his mind right for whatever mental health or whatever the situation may have been. Right. And then there's the injury factor into it. But when they're on the court together, when they were on the court together, men and get cooked. Yes, yeah, it, yes. It, it, it was special. Absolutely. Now, you you can you can lay out all of the all of the reasons why for Kyrie. Then I'm gonna lay out all the reasons why if I'm Sean Marks, I'm not trading Kevin Durant for a couple of role players and some draft picks, man. Like this is one of the biggest trades. Like like I can't, this would go back to like when Kareem was traded to the Lakers, I can't think of a bigger like you're talking about this one of the best players in the I'm glad sport. you hey huh? I'm glad you was born because I wasn't, I don't believe. Uh I was barely I was definitely still in diapers. It's funny how this trade I'm almost headed to diapers. But it, it is it, to I, I can't think of a trade of a player who you consider one of the top three players in the game, in the sport right now, to be traded. Not 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 leave as a free agent. LeBron has done that. But I'm talking about traded? And don't give me the sign-and-trade, Kevin Durant thing. That doesn't count. I mean an actual, he's under contract, doesn't want to be there, trade out. See, like I feel Kareem different. was from the Bucks to the Lakers. I can't think of a bigger player being traded, and you're telling me I should take DeAndre Ayton, who you don't want? Like, I, if I'm the Nets, I don't have to trade you. No, but you do I, have to I, trade I me. will trade you, but I don't have to if I don't like the return I'm getting. Yeah, but but every time, and and I and I don't know how many times I have to say this in professional sports, yeah. when an athlete of this star caliber, an athlete in general, requests a trade, I would probably say ninety nine point nine percent. I might be at a hundred. Eventually, it's going to get traded, okay. and they're going to move. Oh yeah, I there's know no question about oh, it. And oh, you will I'm not, not going and to you trade. will not get the compensation that you are looking for for that particular individual. Because well, then, why would they, I trade you? Why am I trading you if I'm not what? getting what I think is, is the at only least way, fair the only value? Way, I'm never getting full, you, but I'm getting fair value. The only way you're ever going to get that, though, Alan, is yeah. if you keep everything quiet and in-house. Once it gets out, you yeah. diminishes that value big That's time. That's I mean, fair. you got you to gotta not say anything to anybody, and all of a sudden we wake up one morning and say, oh, my God, they yeah. traded him? Right. That That's the only down. way you're going to get it. Once, they, once an organization realizes that you have an unhappy player, and you're looking for certain compensation, you're not going to get it. Now, look, I understand DeAndre Aiden, a carton of cigarettes, some milk, and, a, and, and some Cheerios. I get it. You're saying no to that. But if Hell you're the no. Lakers and you're willing to part with, what well, Westbrook's expiring contract at $47 million, yep. Anthony Davis. That's fine, too. He's under everything contract, you want. Whatever young. you want, you can have except LeBron James, and yeah. I want Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's you fair. have to, as a, as the Nets, you have to really consider all of that because you don't own Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant wasn't drafted by you. You're winning right now because he doesn't want to be there. You're getting a you're getting an all star player or two. You're getting two future Hall of Famers. 
you're getting picks, and you can hit the reset button anyway. So why not do that? That one I like, but that's my point. The Phoenix Sun thing, when that came out yesterday, and it was, and there were a lot of people trying to promote the idea of it's a good deal. You could get, I mean, I don't even know who it was. I mean, is it Landry Shamit and 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 DeAndre Ayton? Like, no, I don't. Want, you don't even want DeAndre Ayton. Like, you don't want to sign him, and now you want me to take him like he's some value. But what you just told me. I'm all in on that. You give me Anthony Davis, and everybody can tell me, well, Anthony Davis is always hurt, and Anthony Davis this, Anthony Davis that. I don't care. He's an all-star. He's considered one of the best players in the league, and if I can get him healthy and right, I've at least got a piece back that I could say, all right, I might have given up one of the best players in the league, but I got back a really good player in the league who is an all-star that I can now build around. That I'm okay with. So your offer to me for those two, yeah, I'd be willing to do that. But if I can't make that happen for whatever reason, if it's if the Lakers are saying we're not giving up Anthony Davis, whatever it is, if I can't get that deal done, there's no way in hell I am taking the deal from the Suns. That's the mistake if you're Sean Marks. I still got to get something out of this. This isn't like he's going to walk next year, so I just got to give him up for a bag of uh, you know draft picks. I gotta get something out of this, Keith. Yeah, but but you, so if but, I can't, I'm holding on to you until I do. But you're holding on to me to do what? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna sit on the bench. You're, you I'm are an gonna... asset. No, nope, you're an asset. You're under but contract what am I for four do? years. Okay, so you're gonna hopefully have stay me, in shape. So you're gonna have me playing for the first 10, 15 games of the season. You're gonna do that, and you're gonna you're gonna expect for me to be a hundred percent in. Oh, because guess what? I like basketball. I've always played. I've never given up. I work out hard. I'm Kevin Durant. I'm he not going to all of a sudden in this situation. I've never known him to but quit. But see, but it's not a quit. It's a misjudge of the situation by you as Sean Marks. If you think that I'm going on the court half in with my head in the game, willing to go out there on the court. No, I'm not going to do because I'm already checked out. You, you're asking me to come and play. Because you don't want to trade me. Now I'm forced to play and I'm already checked out. That'll never work. It never you. works. That's why John Wall right. had to be set. That's why you saw the uh, uh, the Michelin man in, in James Harden when he was in Houston. It never works. You know how it worked? I just made it work. Ben Simmons sat out an entire season with the Sixers. And if I'm the Sixers, you know what I got for him? James Harden. So, yes, it can work. It, it, you got you got you got James Harden that you was disappointed in when you got him. You meaning the Philadelphia 76ers. And now you're willing to pay him. You have to pay him. There's nothing <laughs> else you can do. <laughs> I believe that you don't have to rush into anything. As a media, we want it to happen fast because we want the content. We love it. But if you're Sean Marks in the Nets, all right, it's out. Everybody knows it. We all know who this guy is. I am not just trading him to trade him. I'm not just doing it to get it over with. I don't need well, to. Well, he's not go. First of all, he's not going to go anywhere just to go. Okay. Oh, no, I know that. Too. Well, all right. I know that too. But I also know he's under contract. That's important here. There's not a lot of leverage for him because he doesn't have a no trade clause either. All right. 888 ESPN, 888 729 for the calls. And where do you think Kevin Durant should end up? We'll continue this conversation. How, and also more on how excited that Keyshawn should be about KD and Kyrie in L.A. It is Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Alan Hahn, in for Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, and ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Where will Kyrie end up? Where will KD end up? And more. NBA free agency going on with over a billion dollars, really in excess of a billion dollars being handed out already yesterday to get more perspective on that we bring in brian windhorst who joins us right now our espn nba insiders Keyshawn j will and max allenhan in for max on espn radio windy good morning how we doing average <laughs> Why i average? didn't get any of that billion that's <laughs> so true less uh, less enthusiastic for me <laughs> that's how i feel key just loves seeing the money going around but it, it, today's I, story is really less about why the would i what i don't you I love want some of the money, money too yes you do but you Hell, i don't want to just see it go face. to their account the smile on your face when i was reading some of the numbers going out was uh, was priceless but it's this today's story is more about who doesn't want to be with his team instead of who's staying and that obviously is Kevin Durant asking uh, to be traded from the Nets and uh, key seeing Kyrie knowing that he's in L.A. And, and can we see, Wendy, as something you pointed out yesterday in NBA Today, uh, uh, the, re- the, the reality of a KD Kyrie trade to the Lakers? I mean, if, there was, if they were going to be traded together, uh, which we just, when this was first going down, we just didn't really know where they were. That is a destination that, that could feasibly make sense because of Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. Having said that, if you were to list the possible options that would be come to the Nets, that's not in the top fifteen. So, I don't. I know that, be, and I knew when I said it that that's what would zoom to the top because we feed on the blood. Mm-hmm. But I acknowledge that that is a feasible possibility, but it is not something we should spend time on right now. 
So if Damn you don't kid. spend time, if you, well, I, look, Brian does this to me all the time. He's got me on a yo-yo. I'm trained. Um, so Brian, if Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving as a match to the Lakers isn't gonna be feasible, could Kyrie Irving be feasible without? No, Kevin it is Durant? feasible. It's not likely. I, I, not likely, to with, likely. Not to play with language. It is feasible. Not likely. It, but could Kyrie Irving find himself in a Laker uniform? Absolutely. Um, so the thing for Kyrie is he, in all probability, he's going to have to wait to see what the Nets do with Kevin Durant. That is the prime uh, trade asset. That is where the prime decisions are going to go. And that could take some time because as the league executive started vetting everything out yesterday, as the Nets started looking at their options, and that's still happening. They're still going to be looking at their options and listening to trade offers. It now appears to me that this is gonna. There's a decent chance of this spreading to two uh, to beyond two teams to three teams, um, and we, I can explain why in a minute. But it may take a while to figure out what the Nets are going to get back, and the Nets can't make a decision on what they're willing to trade Kyrie for until they know what's on their roster and more importantly what's on their books. So Kyrie and specifically the Lakers are probably going to have to wait. And here's the big reason. The only thing that the Lakers can trade for Kyrie Irving is Russell Westbrook. And if you're a Laker fan, you're looking at the sky and saying, oh, my gosh, all my prayers have kindly come true. And I do agree it would be amazing if they could execute that deal. Now, there would probably have to be draft picks involved. But before we get into that, Russell Westbrook makes $11 million more than Kyrie Irving. Now, they can be traded for each other under league rules, but you can't just – Ignore that extra $11 million. It is possible that that extra $11 million could explode the Nets payroll deep into the luxury tax. It's possible if the Nets end up with a sign-and-trade and where they receive a player in a sign-and-trade as part of a Durant deal, that they're going to be hard-capped and they can't even do that deal. So, well, I will say to you straight, Key, because this is what you want, Kyrie Irving wants to be a Laker. Is, is what he is sending the signal out is that the only place he wants to be is a Laker. And the Lakers have the functionality to make that trade, and I think there would be some negotiation on the draft picks because it ain't going to be straight up. It just, it just ain't. But they're going to have to wait, and the feasibility of that straight move, I'm just going to have to see what else the Nets are going to do with Durant. See how he did that? He got me on the yo-yo on the string mm-hmm. again. So in, in, in the Kevin Durant situation, Wendy, is it any possibility at all whatsoever that Kevin Durant – will not get moved, and they would go to him and say, hey, we're going to move Kyrie. Here's what we're going to get in return. We're going to flip that in return and bring something back to help us win a championship, and that would keep him? I mean, at the risk of having this brought and used against me in three weeks, never say never, but I think it's an overwhelming chance in the high 90% that Kevin Durant is getting traded. And I think here's the thing. When you look at the history of star trades, and I – this is kind of a, a one-off, unique situation because typically when stars get traded, it's with contractual pressure. They've either got a year left on their contract or sometimes a year and a little bit more, and they have that to hold over the head of the team. Look, if you don't trade me now, you're going to lose me for nothing. That's not the case with Durant. Durant has four years on his contract, so any team could trade for him. You know, team, you know I don't want to insult any teams, but Team X could trade for him and Durant could say, you guys are four years away from a title. Well, sorry, sir, you have four years on your contract. So that makes this, the leverage situation doesn't normally exist. 
Having said that, if you look at the history of players, star player trades in the NBA, they almost never get equal star value. And you say, why? Because I think if you're a Nets fan, you're like, well, okay, we're trading him, but we're getting back all-stars and everything like that. You can't trade for Kevin Durant if you're giving away your best player. Because if you are, then your team isn't going to be a championship contender. You can't do a trade and receive Durant and be neutral. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense for you to do the trade. So this is why <clears throat> it's why star trades are never enjoyable and also why draft pick compensation um, uh, matters. <clears throat> and that's why they drive a lot of these trades because ultimately you have to trade for unknowns because knowns are too hard. And so, like, an example – it is pretty well known that Durant wants to be in Phoenix. So if you're a Nets fan, you're saying, all right, well, we're taking Devin Booker. Well, for two reasons, Devin Booker will never be a Net. One, he just signed a $220 million contract extension. He's not eligible to be traded. But even if he didn't sign that extension, and this is part of the thing that makes this trade so difficult, Ben Simmons being on the Nets roster limits the amount of stars that the Nets can trade for because – there is an arcane rule, and I am so sorry that it's arcane, and I'm so sorry it's dense. He is what's known as a designated player. He got a specific type of contract as a rookie coming off his rookie deal, and he, you can't trade for two designated players at the same time. So there's this whole long list of young star players that they can't trade for. They can't trade for Bam Adebayo. They can't trade for Devin Booker. There's another list. And so when you look at making a deal with the Suns, you're not getting Devin Booker. Even if you didn't have that restriction, they're not trading Devin Booker because if they trade you Devin Booker, there's no real point in making the trade. And so it's probably going to be a trade that has prospects, high-level role players, and a bevy of draft picks. That may not be where the Nets are posturing in the first hours of this, but history tells us is that's where they're going to end up, whether it's Phoenix or somewhere else. It's a great explanation that you just gave there, Brian Windhorst joining us right now, because it is something that is a lot of confusion about that. I've looked at this as if this is such a unique trade because we have seen stars move before. And as you said, a lot of the times it's because of contractual pressure, the idea that there's only one year left on his deal and he's already letting him know I'm not staying here. Anthony Davis being one of the great examples. I, I, I go back to, and I said this to Key, and Brian, you probably have a better recall than I do. I think this might be the the biggest, most significant player being traded while still under contract. I mean, Kareem, you know, like from the Bucks to the Lakers, like when he just didn't want to be in Milwaukee anymore. Like I'm trying to think of something that is that significant. He's a top three player in the game today. So it is hard to imagine you're going to trade him for role players and some prospects and a couple of draft picks. Like it's just so difficult to accept that, at least for me. Right. But you're saying in the end it's probably going to lead to that. I well, don't know, though, if I have to cater to what hold Kevin on. wants. Hold on. Okay. okay. So how do, you, how do you deal with this situation if you're, if you're in Brooklyn? How do you try to subvert that reality and try to get back a star player? Third team. That's right. So this is why I think this could potentially take some time and is going to spread to other teams in the league. So you – like, and just for the sake of our – I'm not saying this is definitely going to be the trade. I mean, I believe – Today, no, you're going hypothetical. That's fine. I believe today that Durant is going to ultimately be a Phoenix Sun. That I mean, I'm not saying that with 80% certainty, but it's something over 50% okay. is what I think is going to happen. So how does that happen? How does that realistically happen? What happens is the Phoenix Suns take what they have, which is some nice players, 
Miles Bridges, I'm sorry, uh, Mikhail Bridges, uh, DeAndre Ayton in a sign-and-trade, uh, Cam Johnson, f- up to four first-round draft picks and three pick swaps. And they go out and they look for other pieces that they can trade. There may be another team out there that has more of a star player that's willing to make that deal, that's in a different situation than Brooklyn. And you then move that star in a three-way maneuver to Brooklyn or vice versa. Brooklyn makes a deal with Phoenix. And look, you, I think they can maybe get four first-round draft picks here, maybe unprotected, and maybe three pick swaps. You, 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 can, you can deal with your draft in, in seven-year increments. The Suns control all of it. That's the one advantage. Everybody who's like, you know, when Bobby Marks does the, the, the board and he's showing what you can trade, you can't really compute the draft picks. The debt draft picks have huge value. So the Nets may then look for who can we get with this sort of stuff that we can bring back that might be sort of a bigger name that may it doesn't may not fit in between Phoenix and Brooklyn, but may fit with those other pieces and parts. And it may even in, end up involving Kyrie Irving. Like maybe Kyrie Irving ends up being a facilitator in that other trade that happens. That, that, <laughs> that, that So he would be involved in the trade but wouldn't stay with Durant. And yeah. so that's what's kind of, I think, going to be negotiated. And that's why, I mean, this breaks my heart to say this as somebody who has to work through this. This could take some time, some days, and um, it could affect multiple teams and multiple high, uh, big-name players. Yeah, that's Real, real quick, let me like. ask you this, Wendy, though, because it just popped in my mind. Is there any way at all that Chris Paul could fall into this at all? That's the thing, Key. You can't trade Chris Paul and then have Kevin Durant. When okay. the dust settles, it's got to be Durant, Booker, Chris Paul. Okay. If there's any negotiation that doesn't result in that big three, it ain't going to happen. It's not worth doing, you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't. Why would they do it? Right. Right. And that's that's where. You know, Bill Simmons has this saying, and it's a great saying four quarters doesn't make a dollar. When you trade a star player the dollar, sometimes you have to get back four quarters. You never want to do it because four quarters doesn't add up to a dollar in the NBA. The star is always more valuable than the sum. Could could Kyrie join them? No. Oh, I, I and, just, and that's how you put Chris Paul in the deal? I, that's what I'm asking. No way. No way? Okay. No way. Okay. That, yeah, that's something. Key, just James real quick, Jones the reason why the Lakers would be feasible, just to put a bow on this, because the Lakers are desperate. They don't have other options. The Suns would rather roll the roll their team back right. than have to deal with a potential Kyrie Durant. The reason that the <laughs> Lakers is feasible is because there's Good. no other options for it. Yes, yeah. I like that. We've Thank gotta you. Leave it. We got to leave it here, Brian. It's, it's so it's fascinating. It's obviously complicated. It's what makes it so interesting, and it's something that could take a couple of weeks. Great stuff as always, Wendy. Thank you, man. Have Thank a good you, weekend. man. on J. Will Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Max, and yes, we'll put just a hold for a moment on the NBA talk. But another huge story in sports yesterday is the announcement that USC and UCLA will be leaving the Pac-12, moving to the Big Ten in 2024. For more perspective on this, we bring in Paul Feinbaum from the Paul Feinbaum Show. Love talking with Paul about this stuff. Paul Key gave us all the reasons why this is a good thing for USC, and he mentioned, you know, I guess UCLA as well. But what are your thoughts about this move? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm just so happy for Keyshawn that, that he's an alum, a famous alum, I might add, of a football program that, that's 
suddenly relevant again. Congratulations, <laughs> Key. It's been a long time. We've missed seeing you on the national scene. Uh, th this is such a significant move because the, the Pac-12, un unfortunately, uh, was just simply drifting off toward Hawaii uh, as an eyesore. And with this one move yesterday, uh, the, the Southern Cal is right back in the money. I think they are eventually going to be anyway because of what Lincoln Riley is doing, but, but they were always going to be held back by an inferior league uh, that has all these uh, uh, attributes that just simply don't work very well. In the Big Ten, uh, they're, they're back on Broadway. And it is, uh, you know, we, we said a year ago that the Oklahoma-Texas move was maybe one of the most dramatic moves in the history of, of, of college football. This, this may be more important because it locks down one of the most valuable media markets in the country in L.A. with its two prime schools, and it, it moves east. And, and what it really does also, guys, is it, it makes the Big 12 uh, and the ACC, uh, and of course the Pac-12 also runs behind the, the Big 10 and, and the SEC. So I think what we have now is we have, a, we have the battle uh, that we see on Wall Street all the time. This is, uh, this is Coke and Pepsi. Uh, th this is uh, you know, Miller versus uh, Budweiser, uh, and, and quite frankly, nobody else matters, guys. I mean, that's where we are. And we still don't know about maybe the biggest uh, chip on the board that remains, and that's Notre Dame. What do they end up doing? They're, they're, they have this weird affiliation right now with the ACC. They play, co they play five conference games. They're in the league for everything else. Uh, but do they really want to be part of the ACC? And one more thing before I uh, listen to uh, the one and only Keyshawn Johnson, if Notre Dame doesn't go to the ACC, then watch out, because if you're Clemson, you want no part of that place any longer. Ooh. Paul, how did these two teams just strengthen the Big Ten Conference as a whole, though? Because when you talk about the, the, the Ohio State's, that's pretty much it, right? Michigan got back there again this year. Michigan State is teetering along. Wisconsin's always winning eight, nine games, but nothing more than that a year. How does this strengthen that conference? Yeah, a couple of people in, in Happy Valley, uh, Pennsylvania, calling you too right now. Here's <laughs> here's how they strengthen it, Keyshawn. Without without Southern Cal, the, the Big Ten, uh, as it's currently negotiating. A, a new media rights deal paled in comparison to the SEC with Southern Cal. And, and that, let's be honest, uh, this isn't about UCLA. I mean, wonderful campus, love the tradition. Uh, but, you know, we've all been to football games uh, at the Rose Bowl with UCLA, and, and you, you can have your own section to yourself uh, <laughs> if you would like. But this is about this is about bringing the Trojans. I mean, I don't need this. I don't need to preach to the choir here that in the pantheon of college football, USC is one of those two or three most important programs in its history. And it can be again. Now, if this was a year ago uh, with Helton there, I would I would be shaking my head. But they have one of the brightest coaches in the country. They have a top five coach in Lincoln Riley. They, they they're, they're recruiting with abandonment. And I think this helps them. And it, it gives it, and it helps the Big Ten at the most critical moment, and, and that's what, when this when this deal is going on right now. You know, there are a lot of rumors, guys, that that uh, just like there were a year ago when when everybody want, claimed ESPN was behind the curtain with the SEC deal. Most people in the industry are saying Fox is behind the curtain here. 
doesn't matter to me. Uh, it just makes college football more interesting now that the Big Ten has come back up. I, I mean, you can debate, uh, because we don't know how this is going to end. Uh, it, it would still seem logical that as long as Nick Saban's at Alabama, uh, the SEC may be a, a little bit ahead of everyone else. But the Big Ten is in the game now. And without this move, they really weren't. Look, Paul, you made reference to the ACC a minute ago. Could Clemson be looking? I guess it would be Clemson, the top team out of the ACC as of right now. But could they be kind of looking and saying, you know what? We got to get out of here because this thing's getting ready to crumble. Yes. Well, when you when you look at projections, and that's all we're doing here, uh, and I I feel funny on a television network talking about television dollars, but I will. Uh, If you go if you go four or five years ahead, when the new ESPN uh, SEC deal goes into effect, it's not into effect yet. When the, when the New Deal with the Big Ten, presumably with Fox, uh, you know, ESPN's in there, Apple today is reportedly in there, you're going to be doling out somewhere between $100 and $125 million a year to every one of those teams in the SEC and the Big Ten. The ACC, is, if it's lucky, it's going to be about 45 to 50 million because there's a cap on those deals. The ACC has a deal with ESPN right now that's that runs through I think 2034. You can't change that probably unless Notre Dame jumped into the league, and and I'm not sure how much that would even change because Notre Dame's got the NBC aff- uh, affiliation. So uh, this is ga- th- th- these are game changers, and, and Dabo Sweeney, who's got the best program in that league. Uh, is going to get squeezed out. We don't know where the, the CFP is going right now. Uh, you have to think that's going to be back on the table. Uh, but, you know, there's so much in flux. But it, it, I think you're, you're always going to see a lot of movement right now. As you guys know, Oregon and Washington uh, reportedly are looking to the Big Ten as well. They add a lot of value. They're not, uh, I mean, nobody's USC, let's be honest. But they're, but they're good. Uh, and, and it leaves the Pac-12 with virtually nothing uh, I mean, Keyshawn, you tell me, uh, you know, you want to get the family and go watch Cal and Stanford play this weekend? I don't. No, um, I don't. <laughs> and so ultimately, yeah, yeah. So ultimately, you, you have uh, you, you have the AC, you, you have Clemson, which I think is, is, is the one to keep your eye on. And after Clemson, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people would think naturally Miami or Florida State, but people in the industry say that North Carolina is probably the most valuable brand after Clemson, I think Miami would be next now that Mario Cristobal is there. Yeah, Paul, and I'm not is... even really looking at it from a football standpoint as much as I am, Paul, from all the athletics as a as a whole, Alan. I think when you talk about basketball, certainly for Arizona, for USC, UCLA, that, that Oregon, that fits no question about it in the Big Ten. But that travel and that cold weather, these West Coast teams going to the Midwest in oh. the month of October, November, what is that going to say? I mean, how, how about USC at Rutgers well, in Piscataway? Hey, <laughs> Looking oh, forward to yeah. that. And, and, and guys, guys uh, brace yourself the next time you sit at one of these uh, college football conversations and the commissioner of the Big Ten or one of these leagues talks about how concerned – they are for the well-being of the student athlete when they're going to make the uh, the women's softball team uh, at UCLA uh, fly 
fly to Piscataway and probably spend two weeks uh, you know, going from Rutgers to Maryland and then schlepping all the way over to Indiana and Purdue before they get back home. I mean, that's where we are right now. So, I mean, I don't know how many more times I can say it's all about the money, uh, it's all about greed, but, but in college athletics, uh, the administrators still like to pretend it's really just about the academics, and we play football and basketball after we finish study hall and chemistry lab. Yes, yeah, yes. the yeah, transfer portal. The, tra- the transfer portal also works apparently for college programs, not just players, as you can transfer into another conference. Talking with Paul Feinbaum in 30 seconds, though, and you've referenced this a lot. You've kind of given like this hint of it. Maybe this day may be coming. H- how close are we? How serious are we about the super conference world that we might be headed to where it's, you know, the SEC and the Big Ten and no one else? I think we might have lost Paul. For some reason, oh, we um, did. Okay, well, we lost you, Paul. Boy, that's a yeah, question I really need to answer right. too. He has well, referenced it though, Key, and it's look, actually we're, think, we're a little bit late here, but yeah, he has referenced it. No, I was going to say it should happen. I think it should. Yeah, and, and it is certainly something that I, I think we're we're looking forward. But you know, the idea of players transfer portal thing, I find it hilarious. We get mad at Paul with this. You can't have this. It's crazy. It's out of control. But then schools can do the same thing to the conferences. This is just where we are. With college sports. All right, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I think Paul Dog got a hold of the card. Yeah, it sounded like there was something going on there. <laughs> we get back to your calls. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Allenhan in for Max. Where do you think Kevin Durant will end up? Where should he end up? A lot of people wanting to sound off on the biggest story of the day. That is coming up next with you on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. House cleaning in Brooklyn. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Allen on Infomax ESPN Radio. 
888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If they are moving Kevin Durant, where should he go? Under contract now. Where's the best place to go? I keep saying you get you send him where the best deal is. I know this play. He wants to go here. He wants to go. You send him where the best deal is. Well, you heard Winnie yeah, just a minute ago. He, it, it's very not limited. like that. It's very limited, man. It you is. Can't, I know you want it all, though, huh, right? You want it all. You want to get everybody. Give me give me Dame Lillard. Give me Steph Curry. Package him up. Give me Jimmy Butler. We'll send. It don't, it's not going to be like that. They're going to have to take. Well, he explained to why us. Not, why not? Why shouldn't I demand the most I can get? And I understand his limitations, as, as Wendy explained, about certain contracts. And because of Ben Simmons' role or, or his presence on the roster, does that impact another contract you can take? I could fix all these problems with just making moves, being creative. But, Key, I thought he took a little bit out of the, the air out of the balloon for you when it comes to the Laker reality. And yeah, but our, I think our, he, I, I feel like he was just being cautious. He didn't really so. want to. Yeah, I know he knows he's dialed in with the Brooklyn Nets as well as the rest of the NBA, but I, I, you know, look, I I, I understand what Wendy's doing, but I'm going to wait on Woj. (laughs) So he he took the wind out of the sails of it being both guys, but, I mean, it seems like Kyrie is realistic. Yeah, I I think we will be satisfied with Kyrie, but the fact that you could dream about both is better. Right? The fact that so, you are willing to give up Anthony Davis so easily, where yesterday when we talked, you weren't. Well, no, AD for both. Yes, I'm not giving up AD for Kyrie. Oh no, but for I didn't, both. Yeah. For both. And yeah, I got yeah, because we can always find a four or five. We if can always find that guy. Is there a team in the league you, as a Laker fan, would throw up in your mouth if he ends up on that team? Golden State. It would be Golden State. See, I was, wouldn't that be uh, something? Dallas. Okay. So you're going there. Not your biggest rival? Not the franchise may, may, you should may, the most? Maybe, maybe the Celtics. Maybe the Celtics. Well, I'm glad maybe we got there. Maybe Philadelphia. Mm, that's another very interesting one as well. But and Philly would have some things to offer he that I'd be interested in. Because he couldn't. The Clippers, there's no way he, like, what would he, like, I don't know. Uh, what that, role that, would he play one, there? That one doesn't make sense. But, but what role, what, let's say you said if the, he happened to wind up and it throws up in my mouth, could anything get the clip? Nothing? I'm trying to think. Would, couldn't could, it be Paul? Would it be Paul George? He and Kawhi together? I don't even know if that would. Like, so it couldn't be Kawhi, him, and Paul George. That couldn't work. I don't think you could. I, I don't. I mean, again, what are you offering the the Nets that makes it worth it? They, what do they have? That I don't know. You would say, yeah, I'll take that. Like, I don't know if there's something there. But the Celtic thing, there is something there that could get done. Could you imagine Kevin Durant in green? Here's Bobby Marks, our ESPN NBA front office insider, with more. The Celtics, right? We're not talking, um, you know, Jason Tatum here. I think Jalen Brown would certainly be a player when you look at as far as that young, established player. Um, they have all their, their draft picks also. When you look at Boston, they can add a, another a piece to this. But Brown's got two years left. I hate it. And it's not because I'm a Knicks fan. I hate it for the Celtics. But, okay, so you hate it for the Celtics. Now, I'm going to yeah. ask you this question, Han, and I, and I think I know the answer to it, but I, I want to get clarification. So you're going to approve going to the Celtics, a team that just popped you, 
and I'm Kevin Durant. They just popped you. Now you get ready to go join Tatum them. So you Again? get ready to repeat the same <laughs> thing that you did in Golden State, or is it different because <laughs> they didn't that. win a championship? I didn't even think about that, Key. You're right. That's the other part. And of that the was your you worst. That was your worst series so far <laughs> yes. in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, you got swept. You've never been swept like that. I've never even thought about that angle. If you're KD, you don't want that. I was That's thinking more. Saying. If Is you're that... Boston, Jason Tatum's a great talent. He's very similar to KD, but he's not really the leader. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart are your leaders in that locker room. They're your voices. And if you move, if you move Brown out, man, like that—that's the one that I think that a bit of a concern. I, I want to go to Darren in DC though on this real quick, Darren. Yeah, how y'all doing, man? Love y'all show. Real quick, um, about this uh, trade, I actually think KD might stay in Brooklyn. Um, and I I, I compared to when uh, Kobe asked for a trade from the Lakers, and he was he was look, I'm out of here. I need a yeah. trade. I need him to do the right thing. Um, I think, look, KD picked Brooklyn to go to. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different. He wasn't traded to Brooklyn or he wasn't uh, drafted by Brooklyn, nothing. He picked Brooklyn to go to. I think it may still be something there that maybe they can work something out. And I think he stays for real. I hope he stays and really build that Brooklyn team like, like, he, like he planned to do. Yeah, That's but the difference take. between him and Kobe, Kobe was talking to Dr. Buss. It wasn't like Kobe was making public noise like that. Yeah, boy, that would be something if he actually did stay, but no one expects it. In New York, there's one functional team. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.